House of Mystery presents Inside Writing, the radio show where authors discuss their writing process in all genres. Welcome back into the House of Mystery. And, of course, I'm Al Warren, and you are here, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> Mr. Martino is drunk and in Boston. <laughs> As always, how are you doing, Al? <laughs> well, I'm not drunk. I'm still, oh. I'm still sick from, from L.A. What oh, a nice. cesspool. What a cesspool. <laughs> I hate L.A. so bad. You know, I just, that was the worst week I've ever had. But um, that's okay. I made it out alive. Maybe I'll do it again one day. Now, um, I got the room all really dark. You know, the studio's been really dark for a while, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you know, you know why that is. That's mood mood lighting. Mood lighting. Yeah. You get some candles going to. No, 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 because that's you know, <laughs> no, we're not getting into that sort of stuff. Huh. This is just enough to make people a little bit nervous. This is because we're talking dark stuff here, and it was, this right. isn't about hitting on the guests. Okay, so you got to. Oh, okay. I will so keep keep it in your pants. <laughs> this this is a this is a serious show here. So okay, NBC. That's right. Mad if you can. So now right. today we we're talking horror, and we've got a, uh, a returning guest and a new guest. So we're it's a double header. <laughs> and um, so now the the book, uh, Venomous Words. We've got Mr. Jeff Oliver first. How are you doing, Jeff? Good. Yourself? I'm delicious. You're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> We're 40. You're I 40. am 40. Wow. Uh, uh, oh, boy. You got a walker yet? Yep, two. <laughs> oh, you look One of them is no rise. Well, you're, you're, you're like the, you know, you're like pretty famous now. You got all this great horror stuff, and people really like you, and all these followers, you know. He's 40-year-old guy, stud. He's got it all going. Um, what's it like dealing with all that uh, attention? I just keep writing and do what I do normally. Some of it's a negative, some of it's positive. It's just it's all comes with it. Well, we we want we want some details here. <laughs> Your <laughs> listeners, they want to know. They want to know some secrets. Hmm. Just write what's in your soul. Well, you want to be a yeah. write what's in your soul. Let it go. If they like it, they do. If they don't, they don't. That's just how I've always been taught to write. Just write for you first. If they like it, awesome. If not, just keep doing it for you. If you like doing it. Oh, no, you hunt them down and kill them. Come on. Yep, that too. I <laughs> see. Now we're going to get it out. Now, now you you brought with you uh, an, another guy here, and his name's Gordon Riley. So, Gordon, welcome to the show. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. Gordon. 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 So, Gord, what what exactly um, did you bring to this book? Uh, the the macro, yeah, the macro photography, all those uh, the the imagery is uh, that's all mine. Because this is kind of um, we've got people that are actually listening that are even older than you guys. Um, so, maybe explain macro photography, kind of the basic of what it really is. Okay, um, so so you know obviously I use a standard camera, but the uh, the lenses are somewhat different. Um, I, I use uh, specialized lenses that can get in really really close, and uh, believe it or not, even some of the images that are in the book, um, they're species and they're no bigger than say even a head of a pin in some cases. 
So you're seeing something that isn't normally seen with the naked eye. That's pretty. That's pretty pretty wild. So how do you how do you decide on what item you're going to take a photo of that closely when they're so small and you don't really kind of know? Like you're saying, it's something we've never seen with the naked eye. Typically, most humans yeah, have gone by. So. Well, you know, for the, for the most part, they're you know the, the the species and the specimen that I photo. You know, obviously, major, the majority of it is scorpions. Um, but when you get into like the jumping spiders, flies, and and you know other smaller uh, you know insects, uh, that's when you get into the real heart of what macro photography is, um, you know, when you, when you actually see all the fine details, the hairs, you know, the, the, the it's pretty wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it can really open up your eyes, you know, as far as what each, uh, animal looks like. Um, now how do I, how do I figure out which one I want to photograph? I, you know, that's, you know, I, I just kind of look at it like, okay, well, what would this look like under a lens? And, you know, I take a couple shots, I see exactly what it looks like, and then, uh, you know, I, I decide on an area of of the, you know, the subject to, to go ahead and specialize on. So um, that's basically how I do it. You know, I, I kind of use the lens to, to get a good overall at first, and then, uh, you know, I kind of extrapolate on it. Well, I'm wondering, Gordon, is it uh, dangerous taking microphotography of venomous creatures, or are they too small to, to hurt a human? Well, the the scorpions that that I photo, um, they're you know medically significant. And what I mean by that is that they're uh, considered you know in some cases dangerous to humans. Um, there's some species in the book that you know obviously um, you never want to get stung by. Um, you know, there's it's the nastiest of the nasty. Um, is there danger with it? You know, I spent a lot of time uh, working on, you know, learning behavioral characteristics, uh, you know, observations of the animal. And then, you know, when it finally comes down to the time to do the photo shoot, because uh, I'd say probably 90, 95% of everything I do is live. Um, really got to take care and knowing exactly how it's going to react, what it's going to possibly do. Um, and, you know, set up certain barriers to where I'm safe and the animal's safe. Um, but for the most part, uh, believe it or not, the animals are free range. So, you know, it's, I don't, I don't tell them to sit for the photo shoot. I basically just ask them. So, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's been pretty good for me. So, you know, um, I just lay and wait and be as patient as I possibly can and wait for the shot. Yeah, I, I would I would say a lot of patience goes with something like that. Um, so so Jeff, how did how does one find a person like Gordon Riley? And and where did so before we get into where the book came from in an idea form, how did you meet Gordon Riley? Well, I got a message in Instagram one day. It was Gordon. He wanted. He's like he was attracted to my writing. He liked my writing. He was a fan of my writing, and uh, he wanted to collaborate on Instagram, like a writing and a photo. So that just sparked the idea. It's like, let's just write a book. Well, it's interesting because you do, you do a lot of poetry and a lot of words uh, that have deep meaning, sort mm -hmm. of. And um, do you find um, – this might be a, an amateur question, but I'm sort of – 
I'm trying to learn this part. So um, is it something like, like, is it the chicken or the egg kind of concept? So does he send you a picture and that inspires you, or do you give him words and that inspires him to find the picture? Like how does that sort of happen? Well, for this one, um, I looked at each photograph that he added to the doc. We, we coded the document together. He put a photo in, and I just think, what could I write to go with this particular animal? Like, I was, I was reading, there's a description of each animal, too. So I was reading the description of each one, too, and I was like, how does this thing, how would I fuse poetry with something new? And every photo I looked at, I looked at it different, different animal, different photo, different positioning. And then I just flowed into his photography with my poetry. I used to write the photographs all the time when I first started writing. But then I just kind of branched off to the just straight writing. And I kind of went back to it. But this time with live creatures that are actually real. Yeah, that- do you put yourself in the mind of that creature, or do you try to put yourself into the body of? It depends on the photograph itself. It was, each one was different. Each one gave sparked something new, like a different, because each uh, description was different. Each animal had its own venom, toxicity, its own shape, its own hair that you can't can't see with the naked eye, like how's that position, how's the stinger position, how are the claws positioned, how can I make the best poetry for each one? That's what I did. I use that mindset throughout the entire process. And then I added a few that I had written out before that fit. And most of them are brand new. But a lot of them I had from years ago that just fit perfectly into that particular still. Uh, I don't know, but it was, it was an experience for me too, because I learned something new about scorpions, spiders, centipedes, flies, ghost manis. There's centipedes in here too. It's crazy how good these photos are. It just sparked the inspiration. Thanks, buddy. And- yeah. <laughs> hey man, I, I was you. I was going to say lie. that um, you're you're sort of in a in a, a dark sort of area as you write anyway. Um, but were there any pictures or any of these, um, let's say, um, venomous um, specimens that were um, shocking to you uh, as a writer? Did you kind of get taken aback by any of them? Probably the one that stands out is that ghost manis. Oh, yeah. Remember that one, Gordon? The green ghost manis. That thing, man. I was like, holy shit. How dare you? I was like, man, I'd hate to be something smaller. (laughs) Or you'd hate to be something bigger. Uh, Yeah, imagine them things bigger than us. (laughs) Yeah, basically anything in the book, if it was the size of a dog, we'd be in trouble. Them jumping spiders, man, they're terrifying. And, and you can't see them. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, for the most part, they're very small. But you know, the jumping spiders—they're you know—they're in people's houses. You don't even know it. I mean, they're they're all around us. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, it's 
the jumpers, they're, they're actually very, very human friendly. Um, centipedes, not so much. Uh, you know, and the scorpions, obviously, you know, the, the arachnids, uh, when you get into the scorpion realm, it's, uh, that's all hands off, obviously. Well, you know, being that these, these are, um, kind of in the darker elements and stuff, did you guys ever have, um, an image of what you wanted the book to, to turn out like? Did you have kind of an idea in your mind what the end result would be? I'm kind of looking at it because I got my copy today, but Gordon didn't get his yet. But it does look like we envisioned it, but it really does. I mean, the photos, we each got our own page. We got the poetry, then a photo. The poetry, then a photo. It's it's very well put together. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have to say, I mean, from what I've seen, you know, the books come out, and, I mean, it looks exactly like I, you know, would have pictured it in my mind. Um, you know, I mean, this, the way the whole thing came about was just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of all fell into place. Um, you know, I contacted Jeff, like you said, and, uh, you know, I mean, I was just enamored by his, you know, poetry, and it just kind of fit. And here I am sitting up one night editing em- images, and, uh, you know, I, I started reading his work, and I was like, wow, this, you know, kind of really hits a chord here. And, uh you know, I contacted him and I said, Hey, you know, I don't, you don't know me. I don't know you, but I love your work. And, you know, um, I think that your poetry would pair really well with my images. And, uh, I mean, and that was just for the simple collaborations. Um, and, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. as this thing kind of, as Jeff kind of like got into my work a little bit and saw the images, you know, it, it, uh, there was no other way to go about it than to write a book. I mean, you know, we, you know, I got really, really good responses from my Instagram following as far as like, uh, you know, adding the poetry to the images and, and, you know, that was a first test run, I guess, you know, there's, there's a couple images that, you know, I, I posted up that had, you know, samples of his poetry and people loved it. And, uh, you know, after that, it was pretty much uh, off to the races, so to speak. Now, now do you guys, have like a um, something you want people to get out of this book, like at, at, you know when they sit there and they're going through the poetry and the, and the pictures and all that stuff. Is there something you're trying to get across to people? Well, you know, I you know I envision this to to give the the reader the the autonomy to basically make a decision for yourself. So you know, obviously, you know, as a photographer and a keeper, because I do keep a lot of the species that you do see in that book. Um, what I wanted to get across was, okay, well, you have, you have to make a decision. So you can either decide to uh, dive deep into the dark depths of being scared of these animals, or you can take a different approach and, uh, you know, try to educate yourself a little bit more. And that's basically what the descriptions are for, is to give a little bit of information that prods people to, to want to know more about the species, the scorpions, you know, the the centipedes, you know, and, you know, just educate themselves and, you know, learn that not everything's out there to kill you. Um, you know, they're not out there to inherently hurt you, but, you know, they just truly want to exist. Um, it just so happens that they're extremely venomous, which, uh, you know, that's, that's all well and good. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the reader basically gets to decide on, you know, what their take is going to be when they, when they view the image um, and read the descriptions and, you know, obviously the poetry, you know, it, it all comes together and, you know, 
you get to make a decision on how you want to see this book. Best of both worlds. First of its kind, I do believe. I looked. <laughs> Nowhere else. That I've seen yeah, I've, I haven't seen anything like this, uh, you know, out. Yeah. Ever. And I don't think any. Awesome blurbs, too. Yeah, it, you know, as far as I know, you know, I'm, I'm pretty deep into the macro community. Um, and I've, I haven't seen any other macro artists, uh, macro photographers do, you know, a collaboration with this kind of depth. So it's, it's kind of, you know, that's what made it even more interesting for me. You know, um, with Jeff, with your writing, I, I, I always sort of think that yes. um, in your poetry, like when you put um, a, a dark piece of work out, it means something to you, and it has some sort of, I don't know, life of its own. But I almost get the impression that you're trying to, or you're hoping that people see something beautiful in the darkness now i might be wrong but that's kind of how i my take on your writing um is it, it, do you find that that's kind of how you want people to take your writing or do the do you want them to feel dark like what's what's kind of your take on it i've actually been told both yes that's people feel that way exactly how you feel um they see the beauty in it it makes them think they're not alone too. So that's a good good observation because you're pretty much spot on with it. But uh, the dark, that's for people that's been there, done it, lived through it. It's all there for you. It, so it triggers some people that they can't handle it. So that's expected. But uh, yeah, all that and beauty in the darkness and just see the darkness sometimes because life's not a fairy tale. Like some people No, it, it definitely dives into people's fears, you know, spiders, centipedes, and scorpions. I think that probably hits the top notch for, for most people, um, you know, but the, the thing is with, with macro photography, you get to see a little bit more and you get to actually see the beauty in the details, which, you know, that's, that's what I always say. The beauty is in the details. So... It, Fused well. Exactly. Fused well. I would think that your macro photography on this and, and getting a, a better look at these, um, I guess, animals or creatures, whatever, a better look at these beings in a way that you've never seen them before kind of will highlight some of the beauty. And in essence, I think, Mm-hmm. Isn't the fear that we have, every one of us, is something either within ourselves? It's not really the, you know, the spider, let's say, that we're scared of. It's more about something it's, it, it, it brings it, to us. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, that's, and that's basically yeah, what it is. You know, a lot of people are scared and they don't know why. Um, you know, I, I've, I've, been, I've been keeping scorpions since 2000, 2002. Um, you know, so I'm, you know, a very avid keeper. Um, I enjoy it. And, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to make kind of prominent with this was, you know, just the education on it that, you know, it's, they can be beautiful and they can be dangerous, but 
more so it's it was more about the education and you know trying to draw people into the unknown and and show them that you know they can they can keep these animals and and you know observe them and and be just as starstruck as what I am um you know without a camera now I was wondering Jeff um you were talking about how um you had written some of these poems uh, before um, a little bit of some of the, the poetry is a little bit older. I'm just wondering how you do you visualize almost like a photograph when you're when you're you were writing these older poems too. Um, I know Thomas Ligotti does that when he writes stories, so I was just curious if that was part of your process. I do picture things when I'm writing. Yes, I try to inject myself, no pun intended, into the situation as I'm writing. So it's just like a. Kind of like an old film playing. Interesting. Like a like a like a spinning like a spinning reel after a film runs okay. out, the old school. Like that. <laughs> so yeah, it's just always, always ideas coming. It, it never stops. It's just like that same thing all the time too. It doesn't change. Just like that. Yeah, I do picture things as I write the older ones too. And like I said, a few of them just fit. Like there's a picture of this cool looking stinger. It's called, uh, you'll remember this one, Gordon, the orange morph stinger with the hair. Yeah. That's, that's a very, very popular species. Extreme macro showing the setae, the hairs and granulation detail of this amazing scorpion. Hmm. So here's an example of an older one I threw in for this one, because it fit perfect. Uh, I titled it Crave. It said, they can judge me all they want. They crave what they can't find. What they can't understand will stay a mystery. I'll forever be out of my mind. And that's the poem for that stinger. I just thought it fit. Yeah, the the way Jeff put his words together for each image, and I um, mean, you know, it, every, everything just fell into place. Uh, you know, I I could look at the image and I can read the poetry, and it makes you feel a certain kind of way. So, you know, and and that to me was was important. You know, uh, the goal yeah. make them feel a certain that's kind it. Way. You don't know what that way is yet. <laughs> well, well, that's the great thing about the book is they have the autonomy to decide. You know, so they you can basically take it any route you want. Would you guys be upset if someone took it away that you didn't expect them to? No, yeah, that's. I mean, those are things that we can't control. I mean, you know, it's it's either you know you can you can observe it and you can make a decision to either you enjoy it or you don't. I mean, you know, even people that don't inherently like centipedes most people don't you know and and i get it you know most people don't like centipedes most people don't like scorpions but one thing you can't but one thing you can't get away from and i've had people tell me this time and time again when they look at these images you know they're seeing a little bit more than a scorpion or a centipede they're seeing the detail and basically everything about this animal you know and then they're able to read the poem that goes along with it and you know and it's 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 a little bit on the mind blowing side because these are things you never see. I mean, you know, it's things that people don't normally think of. 
And, you know, there, there's a certain appreciation, I think, that people can have for, for even things that they don't like. They can appreciate the, the intricacy. And I think, you know, that's, that's one thing that you can't get away from. You know, I mean, they can say what they might, you know, or say what they will, but, you know, the intricacy is still there. Well, it's, it's a really, really interesting thought, the whole, the whole book. It's kind of groundbreaking, and I think that's great. Um, it, so there is an actual, <laughs> 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 actual macro photography groups of people out there doing photography using this method. Um, what do you think the response from them will be? You know, I, I think I think most would probably support the idea that you know I, I was uh, opening doors and venturing out. Um, you know, it's you know there's always somebody better. You know, I mean there's there's a lot of a lot of macro photographers out there that you Anymore. know I look up to. <laughs> well, there's no well there, there there are a lot of macro photographers <laughs> that I look up to, and you know people that I've studied. Uh, you know, I'm self-taught. I picked up a camera three years ago. Um, and this is where I am now. I, I learned basically on my own, and, you know, I think a lot of the photographers and a lot of the artists that, you know, do what I do, um, they would they would support it because, you know, I mean, it is an art, and, you know, it's, it's just, you know, something that needs to be seen, and, you know, the more that people see it, I think the more that people can enjoy it. I'm wondering, is there um, a macro photography uh, community? Like, there's a horror community. Oh yeah. Uh, do people oh, yeah. get together? Absolutely. Yeah. No, there's 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 numerous Facebook groups, um, Instagram. It's it's huge. Uh, you know, I mean, there's you know, and and the thing is, with macro photography, each macro photographer has like their own style. So, and you'll notice that you know um, the you know the blacked out reflection style is basically my brand, so to speak. Um, you know, I've been doing it for a while. Um, you know, that's what I'm known for. Um, you know, but every photographer has like their own little niche thing that they do that makes their photos even more special. So, you know, it's, it adds a little bit of them into their, you know, imagery, which I, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing community to be honest. You know, I mean, if, you know, if, if I ever needed advice, you know, I could always reach out to some of the top guys. Um, you know, my buddy Florian, um, Chris, oh God, Bryce. I mean, there's, there's so many of them out there that, you know, um, I've gotten advice from in certain aspects and they've helped me throughout the years. So, but everybody ends up with their own, like, uh, signature style, basically, if you will. We got Joe Lansdale in here. Joe R. Yeah. Lansdale wrote a poem with me. That is nuts. That's amazing. How did that come about? I just asked him, and he said, yeah. So. That's <laughs> <laughs> that that more difficult. No. <laughs> well, well, you know, Jeff, well, Jeff is Jeff, so, you know. I didn't lie to the man and be like, hey, man, so I went through this and that. No, I didn't. I did not. <laughs> oh, well. Well, you know, Jeff, it, it's a lot of your... As far as I see, your work is very personal and it's very important. Um, but I write as well, but not like what you do. My, you know. But each time you do a book or you do a poetry or you do something, there's a process of letting go of separation from your work and putting it out there. How do you deal with that? 
Hmm. I just write it and throw it, man. I just throw the hook. My feelings or whatever I feel about it later, I'll deal with it, but I just throw it. I just write it and just go. I'm going to see how this works. I'm going to see how that works. I'm going to see. I'm just going to see. I've deleted so many, I can't even tell you that I don't like after I post. I'm just like, eh, that's not staying up. It's, sometimes I get too deep, but I just let it go anymore. I don't hold nothing back. I just, whatever my hand says, whatever my mind's thinking is what's going to come out. That's just the way it is. And he's been spot on too, because I, you know, I've, I've showed him images as I was editing, and out comes this poem, and it, it's just amazing how he does it. I don't, I don't understand it. That's his. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how he gets it so right so quick. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. You know, um, it, it just fits. You haven't seen all the bodies in his basement. There's <laughs> <laughs> fifteen now. Mm. <laughs> That's great. Well, Jeff, you you mentioned uh, Joe Lansdale, yeah, and there there are other people that you collaborated with. How how is it? Do you have a process? Um, how did you go about uh, uh, collaborating with another writer when it came to uh, when it comes to creating a poem? Ah, uh, we just write and flow it out and see how it connects. Uh, Joe with Joe sent me his his end first, and then I just flowed right out of. Right off of him. He didn't even, he loved it right away. It was just like, he, he threw his part there, and then I just, I flow off normally. It's very, sometimes people hmm. flow off of me, but I prefer flowing off someone else because it gives me an idea of their style better. Hmm. That way I don't, we don't conflict our styles. I just want to make sure it flows the best way possible. So, he sent it. I added. There it is. It's there, and it's called when the slime. It's called the slime stands up. That's the title of that one. Wow. So, so now that it's said and done, and the book is completed, is there anything um, that you wish you would have done different? Uh, I just got it in the mail, so I haven't been through it all completely yet, so I'm not sure. So far, no. So far, it looks exactly like we envisioned it. And it's, a, it's my first hardcover, too. I'm pretty, pretty stunned by that, holding a hardcover in my hand for the first time. But uh, not so far. I haven't seen anything I'd change yet. But I'm sure that'll change. But I'm proud of it. If there's stuff I want to change, I don't think I would. All the poems I wanted in there are there. Gordon and I have started volume two as well. Oh, there we go. There's another one coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait till you see these images. Well, you know. <laughs> these are a little bit more dramatic. I already got the poetry so. written. Oh. Gordon's flowing oh. into me this time. <laughs> well, so have you ever had a collaboration that didn't work for you? Ah, uh, many. It wasn't for a book. It was like social media stuff. Yeah. So what do you just 
have them eliminated or what what happened? Yeah. Had them had them cut off while they were sleeping. Block. You know that that no, was one I'm of the big things. You know, if I'm, something don't work for me, I'm just like, look, I just it doesn't work for me. That's what I say. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's like I just don't I'm feel not, it. I, I was sitting up at night wondering whether you know this guy's gonna get my message and be like, who is this kooky guy with you know, <laughs> and, and just like blow me off, you know. But <laughs> thank God it didn't go that way. But you know, I, I, I could see where you I know, Jeff probably off. gets a lot of it. It's impossible to blow off looking at pictures like that. You know? <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I mean, oh, just you know, so many people. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so you know, I'm I mean, I, I get, all the you know, time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there, there, there's certain, you know, obviously a lot of spam stuff on, you know, social media, and you never know what's real and what's not, you know, and and um, and I was, I was really hoping. I was like, you know, I hope, I hope he sees this message and 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 <laughs> takes it for. I'm, what I'm it barely is ever and, on Instagram, so that was the one day I was on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I hate yeah, Instagram. You know, I hate it. I do not call it coincidental. You know. Instagram and me do not click. Well, well, why don't Why don't you like them? Like you it doesn't give me enough room to do what I want. You know, I only let you type out so much. But if I want, yeah, Instagram's I Instagram's mainly for like images. You know, yeah. it seems like images and yeah, mostly. I don't basically what it caters to. I barely ever do video, so you don't do TikTok. No, <laughs> freaking ridiculous. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not making a video about a book every time I want to say something. But but as soon as we can get one of the scorpions to TikTok for you, we'll we'll let no. you know. That could that could be interesting. I'll have my friend animate it, Gordon. <laughs> what, now that this is this is this is complete, and you said you started working on a, on a second volume and stuff. Where do you guys see this going? Like, where what do you guys have an idea in your minds, even your own minds, or to get collectively? of where you'd like to see this end up, let's say, in, in a few years down the road? Hmm. The number one New York Times, right, Gordon? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm new to this whole thing. So, I am I mean, really not I'm, brand new. I'm kind of learn, learning, learning the ropes from Jeff as I go. Uh, you know, so I've got very limited knowledge as far as, you know, being an author and, and what that entails. Um, Are you about to find out? Yeah, yeah, uh, apparently I am. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, what, what I would like to see is that, you know, I, I would like to see this continue to grow. Um, obviously, you know, I'm going to be taking more images of even crazier species that people couldn't even possibly imagine. <laughs> you know, I mean, some of these things where, you know, I mean, some keepers you would say, no, I don't even want to be in the same room as this thing. So, um, scary. What are you doing? Humans? Yeah. Yeah. You know, people, people, people humans? See, that's the thing. it's the fear of the unknown again, you know, it's like, but, um, but I, you know, I, I would like to create a collection, you know, of, you know, the, the species and the photography with a, you know, a good educational value that, you know, people can look at and say, okay, well, you know, if, if I have interest in this, this is, you know, the, the route I want to take with it. So, you know, if, if they specifically want to dive into scorpions, they can, and they have that option, and they can come in with some, you know, uh, limited knowledge, you know, which would benefit them. I know a lot. Or, now. you know, for yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Jeff was great I with, uh, you know, he he 
absorbed everything that I was telling him. And, uh, you know, it, I, I think, I think that's what really made it even more special is because, you know, we could link them, the photography with, you know, the words and the feeling. And, you know, that's, that's something that I haven't seen. I haven't seen it out. I haven't seen anything like it before. And I, I think that's, I think that's something that we can grow on. You know, we can, we can continue to go on with that and, you know, make the collection bigger. And now we wait. Yeah. That's, you know, it's all we, any of us do. Um, can, <laughs> is there a one particular, particular picture or one thing that really um you're proud of in this book gordon i guess i would say uh you know i one of my favorite images is uh is the scorpion heart in the rear of the book um and you know that's 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 an image i did for my lovely lady and uh you know i I just kind of wanted to show the duality of of how beautiful these arachnids could be um, with, you know, obviously it has the fear factor and the danger because their, their tails are intertwined in, in a heart shape. So, um, yeah, I call it the scorpion heart. And so it's one of my favorite images that, you know, that I've come up with, but, you know, I mean, everything's got its own little, you know, special place. Looks good in the book too, Gordon, looking at it right now. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. I wish yeah, I could see it's a book it. you can't see, nana, nana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you know some some of the people that I know um, were messaging me yesterday, telling me that they got their hard cup, you know, hardcover, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen it yet. But, that happens. You know, happens. I'm glad that they. I'm, I'm glad that they're enjoying it. Yeah. I really am. And and now, Jeff, what is your favorite poem in there? And I, you know, that might not be the right word, but what is the poem? poem that means the most to you in this book my favorite is probably called the lore it's called the lore that i uh, most of these are short like really short so it's like a really quick read so that way it's not like three four page poems most of them are just like single paragraph long if that some of them like two lines it all depends on how I felt for the photo. But the lore, and the photo that goes with this one is a picture. It's the tiger beetle portrait, Gordon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, tiger beetle, really colorful. But uh, the lore. So, within my thoughts, I am adored. Within my insanity, I am sure. There are so many choices behind so many doors. I must find the blood-stained shores. I have to explore. I am running towards something. What am I running towards? The confusion of not knowing is the beauty of the lore. And that's that for that one. That's my favorite. Well, yeah, that's a good one. And the tiger beetle is a colorful, looks so, it looks magnificent. Yeah, that image actually, um, the, the head of the beetle is about the size of a, um, a ballpoint on a pen. To give you a, a size reference. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit bigger than a, yeah. It looks like it's, it's, it's extremely tiny. <laughs> yeah, he makes them look like they're yeah, big and very detailed. <laughs> I, I still couldn't get over that when I first saw it. I was like, how do you make that thing look so good like that? 
Mm-hmm. A lot of different techniques. Yeah, just like a writer. Writers, different techniques. It's all art. It all is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's pretty amazing. So how, how, how do you think the book's changed either one of you or do you? Like, you know, now that it's done and you look back at it, do you think you're going to write differently after this experience? I write differently every day. So um, I got like three more titles coming out after this. Uh, there's plenty difference. You'll see. I'll, have to, I'll let you know when that time comes. But I have written different lately. Hmm. I wrote, I'll just bring this up. I wrote 62 poems on Bram Stoker's Dracula for the 125th anniversary coming up. There's an example of writing differently, too. Though it could change it, I, I could go back to the same. I'm just I'm, I'm unpredictable when it comes to writing. I never know what I'm going to write either. It's just going to flow out no matter what I do, so I might as well just go with it. Do you find you put yourself in certain places and certain surroundings, or you know, because you said how pictures you could write to pictures, or pictures influence something that you write, or that so. I'd imagine a lot of the setting that you're in, wherever you are at a time, would also influence how you write. Um, do you find that you need to put yourself in certain settings or you look for certain places to be when you're going to write something? If it's dark, i got to go back many, 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 many years. But if, it's, if I'm just writing, like I'm writing something dark but not like, horrifically dark or anything i just do it just like whatever comes out um i don't like going back too much but i do just for the creativity what do you call it a creativity sacrifice is what i call it just go back and go insane for about 10 minutes and then you'll snap right back out of it like you always do you um you mentioned that uh, uh, you wrote some uh, poetry for uh for for the dracula anniversary and I was wondering, uh, you you also uh, collaborated, wrote a poem with, um, I hope I'm going to say his name right, uh, Chris McCauley. Yeah, that's who I'm writing. Who I believe, track. Yeah. yeah, and he, he did uh, some of the Stokerverse, I believe. That's who I'm collaborating with for the Dracula. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I was wondering. Prequel cool and a sequel. It's going to be in that one, too. Okay. Stay tuned. Illustrated, <laughs> too. By Dan Berkey's. Oh. Yeah, I got illustrated books coming up, too, but they are coming. Let's give out some information so people can find you and, and hunt you down uh, like the creatures you are. Um, so, so What if um, I want to hunt? I don't want to be hunted. Well, you see, then you give them Gordon's address, <laughs> and then you sit outside and wait. And when you see them, then you're the hunter. You know, I know what I'm doing here. Al has know. this all figured out. I was getting a water boy spear. Yeah, <laughs> see, you got it. No, so what you, you don't, you, so of course, Jeff, you don't like Instagram, and you love TikTok, right? And um, no, so where do people, where do people get a hold? Where where do they come find Jeff Oliver and your books and everything? Facebook's the main. That's where all my following is. Twitter, eh, I don't like that either. I got like two hundred followers there. So Twitter, just, I'm just not there. I just stay where I'm. At normally, but uh, Facebook 
That's the best place to find me. Gordon's Gordon's big followings on Instagram. And uh, it's kind of reversed. He's got all the followers on Instagram. I got all the followers on Facebook. So best of both worlds. I ain't got to be there. Thanks, Gordon. <laughs> did you guys run a website? Take, taking it for the team. Yeah. Do you guys have a website or anything as well? No, or? I don't have a website. Gordon has websites, don't you, bud? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, you know, because I, I, I do dabble with uh, the breeding of uh, scorpions. I do that, and I've done it for quite a long time. So, um, Triple X. For, well, <laughs> for, for like, you know, the. For the breeding of the, the scorpions, there's venommacro.com. Um, and then, you know, I also have a photography page through Smugbug that uh, allows me to, you know, sell prints. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, basically, you could you could find me a little bit easier, like Jeff said, through Instagram, which uh, is uh, venom underscore macro. Um, but uh, if you if you really want to know my true home, it's going to be, you know, basically in Facebook in one of the groups called the Scorpion Hobby. Um, you know, it's a it's a very educational group where you know people can can learn about uh, different scorpion species and arachnids, and it's uh, you know it's there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of researchers that are involved in that group. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they uh, you know they get in there, but that's basically where you can find me. Um, well, doing my thing. It's interesting. So, um, you guys will have to do the uh, dreaded uh, human book soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh Mallerman gave us a nice blurb for this too. Josh Mallerman, Paul Kane, and John Palacino. Wow. Yeah, I, I was blown over by everything. I, do, you, do, you, do you? What do you find it? Do you find it really important that um, people in the business? Um, kind of give you good feedback, or they're kind of into it. Well, Josh Malman said he loved it. Oh man, they all loved it. Everyone that I sent it to for the blurb said they loved it, every bit of it. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty surreal feeling for this one. The first blurbs I've ever had. So, yeah, you know, I mean, this is the first time that I've even even contemplated a book and to be honest okay. i, I still haven't jumping hurdles you know, well you know i yeah but i still haven't grasped the whole the whole thing you know it's it's a lot of anxiety because you know obviously i want to you know i want my work to be seen um it always a is a certain funny. way yeah so you know i mean it's you know there, there's a lot that goes into that i want to make sure everything's right and you know and jeff's really been great with uh you know guiding me in the right direction and you know, and uh, keeping me calm, cool, and collected, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you got to be. Lose your mind. Yeah. yeah. More. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a rough business, you know. It's it's it's. You just gotta try not to focus on too much of the outside noise and too much garbage. Just kind of keep doing what you're doing, and, mm -hmm. and you'll get you'll get there because you know you're on the right track. You're doing it well. It, it just. Uh, Try not to be uh, let the interference come in, and anxiety will never go away. You know, uh, in the sense that you're always going to be nervous and worried a little bit. And um, but if you keep your focus and keep that anxiety down, you'll you'll be fine. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, just been great with uh, X. I mean, this is the last time I was on this I'm, show. I was yeah, nervous as hell. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was <laughs> I was. Yeah. I'm yeah. a lot more calm now, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. It's he's he's relaxed, and so 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 now that you're relaxed, so what what? Tell us some good gossip about someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk. So How dare you? None of those. Oh well, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Talking. I can't. Yeah, that's, all, that's all right, you know. <laughs> I'll yeah. talk about them through my writing. That's what I do. Oh, that's a C. <laughs> there you go. You have to get the book, I you without mentioning your name. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You know, do, 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 do you actually do that? Because I know I a lot have. of writers that do. Yeah. I, I, I bury people. And does it, is it just sort of, is it a way of kind of therapy of getting through someone's garbage that they get? I mean, I was talking about this one person and they liked and commented on it. Hmm. But nice work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you should uh, write a story about that one. Ah, be like a thousand pages. <laughs> No. Gordon, do, do you put uh, scorpions in people's beds? Ha! Uh, you know, I you should. There, there, there's, there's been many a person that I've, uh, you know, I've, I've thought about doing that yeah, too. Yeah, but... Gordon, you yeah, have many but, ways. Uh, to, unfortunately, many ways to end yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got, got we're not going to tell anybody. Another career. You got a whole you other know. career going on here. You know, you got you to get another page set up. You know, you should get a scorpion launcher. <laughs> I don't think there's enough of them in the world right now, but uh, oh man, you know there's there's so many different types. You know, it's uh, it, one one thing for sure. I don't think I'll ever run out of content. You know, I just got to get the content. So, you know, it's um, I got to have it sitting in front of me so I can image it. But you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm looking at a lot of different things. You know, right now I'm kind of into you know black widow spiders and the different species. Yeah, so I'm I'm doing some crazy stuff with some widows that would, you know, gonna be in part 2. Uh, Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's going to be there. So oh. it's uh Is that triple X No, just a bunch of tangled webs. So, you know, it's it, it's pretty amazing when you get to observe these things and actually take an image of that one specific moment where you're like, wow, people People are going to love to see this, but, you know, even the ones that don't like it, they're going to like seeing it because they're going to, you know, they're not going to be able to look away. Yeah, so. it's pretty awesome, actually. Anything you wouldn't photograph, anything you wouldn't take a, a photo of, like a macro of? Uh, no, you know, I, I think I've been through, you know, I'm, I've, I've done wandering spiders, um, you know, uh, I think uh, I think what I'd like to do is I'd like to do a Sydney funnel web, and I'd like to do... Uh, the uh, Brazilian wanderer, you know, the Phenotra species. Um, I think I've seen her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we all have one time or another. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot that, you know, I'd like to do. Um, it's just for me, you know, like I said, you know, I, I, I dive deep into the, you know, characteristics and the care and, and what I need to do to, you know, keep these things going and, and uh you know, there, there's a lot that goes into each photograph. Um, one thing that I don't particularly like is centipedes. Um, I think I've had my fill of centipedes. Uh, 
you know, they're, they're just, they're too erratic. Um, but to be honest, they're nature's perfect assassin. I mean, if there, if there, if there was one, one animal that I could think of that would be just devastating, it would be a centipede. And, you know, it's just for so many different reasons, but, you know, um, they're just not one of my, one of my favorite to photograph. Um, <laughs> they're not very cooperative. Oh, they got an attitude. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, very, very much so. You know, I mean, you, you can see one of the images where I actually got a really good shot of a, you know, the underside of the fangs oh, yeah, of, crazy. A, of a Vietnamese dahani, and that's an extremely venomous centipede. That thing was about nine inches long, and uh, it reared up and. You know, that was one of those images where you look at your catalog and you're like, oh, wow, look at that. You know, and it's just, you know, you just happen to capture it. And, and um, you know, I was glad I did because I ended up chasing that thing around the room for a little bit. And uh, chasing the nine-inch centipede around the photography room isn't necessarily the most fun thing in the world. The nine-inch with things on the end. I think I've seen him, too. And it's, and it's angry. It's, and, I mean, it's angry, like angry, angry. Yeah, yeah so, definitely I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that 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 one right there was. Uh, I was like, okay, you know, at, at that point, I was like, yeah, I might want to rethink how I'm doing these. You know, there's a lot of other photographers that do them, and they do them very well. Um, you know, a friend of mine, his name is Jonas Schrote. Yeah, he, uh, he he does very very detailed, amazing centipede photography. But um, hmm. yeah, centipedes, <laughs> uh, I could do without them. I can do it, but you know, yeah, yeah I. I you have to be ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, this has been amazing. I think you guys have created something very good and very groundbreaking. And, uh, and uh, you know, I wish you all the luck. This is fantastic. I'm, I'm glad to see something kind of fresh coming out and something I think, I think it's going to have a big impact. And um, so it's been a pleasure. We will have the book up on the website as well so people can find it with one click. Appreciate it. Searching and um, again, we have the uh, great uh, um, Jeff Oliver and Gordon Riley. Thank you for being here. It was a pleasure as always, my friend. Thanks, Alan. Pleasure's all mine. And next really time, we'll be back for round two for Venomous Words. Should we tell them the title or not? Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, yeah, I think we could let the title start. Right. <laughs> Venomous Words: The Internal Breakdown. Is there the you go. Ooh. So yeah, the the imagery is going to be uh, some of my best. You know, a lot of this imagery is going to be geared towards uh, you know the horror. You know, going into the widows and tangled webs, and it's uh, it's going to be good. So. Makes my nipples hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.